Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to go over letters of recommendation. I've got a few tips and tricks as well as what I found useful in my process on how to go about receiving these, writing thank you notes, and getting them into your application. So we'll sort of just jump in on first who you're going to ask. So you need to ask more than one person to write your letter of recommendation. So you have to decide who has been really influential in your academic journey or life journey that really knows a lot about writing you. Now, I talk about like writing you. They need to be able to talk about you as a person and an individual, not just your academic standpoint. So it's not necessarily who thinks you're the smartest. It's more who knows you well and can attest to your effort. Med schools are looking for letters of recommendation that are basically positive and overall show your work ethic. They don't really look at letters of recommendation that just say, oh, this person is smart, they were useful in class. They want like something heartfelt who so they can hear about you as an applicant. So when selecting your application uh, people to write your letters, you sort of have to think, well, who's going to make the strongest writer? And it's not necessarily about who's the smartest uh, recommendation letter writer. It's more about who's going to write the best quality about you. And so if you have somebody who's really strong at writing, it may be in your best interest to choose them, even if they may not be in the science field, as one of your people to write a recommendation letter. Now, not to say that you can choose some people who are in the science field because that is requirement, but just make sure you know, you know who's going to write a really strong letter. Think about your uh, writer and the characteristics of them, uh, if you've seen any grading that they've done, or just talk to them about their writing skill and make sure that they're up to the task. Um, getting to know them is a good part of making sure that they're somebody that you want to write your recommendation letters and being sure that they know who you are in a really good sense and that they can describe you in more ways than just academic. I can't stress that enough. So in terms of who you're going to pick, you're going to pick multiple people, not necessarily who you think is the smartest person, but maybe more the people who write the best. Um, you will need some people in the sciences. It's good to have uh, one or two that are outside of the sciences. You're going to get to know them. And so then you get to the step, okay, so you're going to actually ask them for the letter of recommendation. I did this in person. You can do it in writing as well. I did it in person first, and then I followed up with an email, and I gave them some application materials, just like the AAMC core competencies. So they know sort of what med schools are looking to emphasize if they want to emphasize those things in the letter. Another thing that I did for my recommendation writers that I thought was useful is I gave them a deadline. And it was not like a two-week deadline or a three-week deadline. It was a three-month deadline. So they had plenty of time, um, and I checked up on them a couple times during the process to make sure that they did. Now, during this process, you're not allowed to see the recommendation letters um, if you waive your rights to view them, which basically everybody does. So... Instead, you have to collect the recommendation letters in the application itself online, or you can use a third-party collection service such as Interfolio, 
which is what I did. I collected my letters a little bit early in you know January, February, when I couldn't necessarily upload them to the uh, AAMC system. And then I decided, well, I'll have Interfolio send those out. Now that was a paid service. We're not sponsored by them or anything, but I just wanted to pitch that if you do want to get your letters early, that may be a good alternative. So after you've asked them in person or in writing, you've provided them some materials, they will write your letter, you've checked up on them, they've got the letter, they gave it to Interfolio or the AMC or the committee letter, which by the way, if your school does offer a committee letter, you should be using the committee letter or else they're going to wonder why you are not using the committee letter. So definitely use that if they offer it. Um, Then you're at the point where it's uploaded, you're waiting, you need to write thank you notes. So always make sure to be timely with your thank you notes. This is something I could have done a bit better with. I was a couple weeks behind, but it's better late than never, I guess. So what I did is I wrote hand thank you notes. Um, I do recommend that over like an email. I think they're a little more personal and letter writers really do enjoy like having that. Um, it really just shows that, you know, they've put the effort in, into writing for you. So having a thank you for it is really courteous, but also shows your appreciation for everything they did. Um, so if you're able to give the letter to them in person and thank them or put it in the mail to thank them, writing it by hand, these are all good things you don't necessarily have to do, but things that I did that I think are definitely worth doing just out of courtesy for the letter writers. So in terms of how many letter writers you have, every school is different in how many letters they want. Some of them just want the committee letter. Some want all of the letters that you have to make the committee letter. Some want the committee letter and extras if you'd like to give them. And I always thought, you know, it's better to have too many than too few total rec letters. So then you can decide which schools you're going to send which rec letters to. So if you know the personality of one school a bit better, you could say, oh, I want to send this specific rec letter along with my committee letter. So I asked quite a few people. I think in the end I had about five or six recommendation letters and there was only really one school I used all of them for. So definitely worth having a collection that you can sort of handpick from on what you think is going to be best. Um, In addition, I just wanted to talk about the three earlies that I think are really important. Um, The ask early, thank early, and upload early. So reiterating again to like ask your person who are who's writing early, thank them early, which I wish I could have done a better job with, and to upload them early. So I do say upload them early, or at least when the applications do get released, because some medical schools require them to be uploaded before they'll actually read your secondary application. So what that means is they may send you a primary application, and you may submit the primary application, but they um, will send you a secondary and wait to read your secondary even if you complete it until you have your um, letters of recommendation in. Um, Some schools even may not read your primary app unless it has the letters of recommendation in. So 
just my best advice in this is get everything done early because it's hard to determine which schools do what, especially if you're applying to multiple schools. So that's my advice on sort of rec letters. If you have any questions, you can always shoot me an email, uh, medlifequestions at outlook.com. We'll get those answered. And thanks for listening today.